Welcome to episode zero. Oh man, I've already messed this up. Welcome to episode zero of the Average Cheese Podcast. Uh, I'm Dale Lobo, one of the co-hosts. Our show today is sponsored by thirdeyegraphics.net, who will hopefully have some kind of graphics for us in the next week or so before we actually start a podcast. So why don't you start us off? Why don't you tell us, you know, tell the people out there why we started this thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, the name kind of says it all. I think our, uh, you know, Average Cheese is, is short for Average Cheesehead. I think we're both, um, you know, we're lifelong friends of over 40 years, and same same goes with uh, being fans of the Packers. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of been the, uh, one of the catalysts for the, uh, our communication over the years has always been, like, either calling each other during games or email or, you know, Lately, it's all been texts of uh, you know going back and forth about Packer news, Packer games after the game, before the game, off season, during season. So yeah, I guess it just kind of escalated to the point where you know there's so much back and forth with that. Like, why don't we? Uh, I guess we just think that we have an interesting perspective and, and an entertaining, entertaining uh, way of, way of looking at things through the fans' eyes. And uh, thought it might be might be time to just kind of shift this uh, conversation over to a podcast. You know, what, one mm-hmm. of the things to talk about was this really kind of initiated during the 2020 draft, right? TV, no sports on TV, and the NFL draft put itself all over the place, ESPN, ABC, and that's kind of where this all originated. Yeah. It was our annual disgust at what the Packers were doing on draft day, <laughs> and you just suggested, you know, we, instead of just texting all the time, maybe we should take this out, you know, and do something different with it. And that's kind of where this all started. And it's probably a good thing, though, that we didn't start the podcast that night because it would have been a very explicative. Explicit. Yeah, it would have been a lot of cuss words. I was trying to use a long word right there, but it's just it would have been a lot of cuss words involved that night. Yeah, it's 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 the frustration of seeing some of the front office decisions along with, you know, just the general maybe coaching decisions and things like that have kind of it just kind of escalated with the draft I think and that just kind of kind of led us to this to this point now where it's like hey I mean I think this would not only be fun but like to really it's almost like a form of therapy for me because I can't I I literally can't take it I mean some sometimes uh either during the game or preceding the game or especially after the game um I'm just like a total disaster so uh, I think if I I can get some of my frustrations out here and get some feedback from our fans, which are at, uh, I would guess, zero at the moment. Um, so we'll have to figure out yeah, wait like what day we're actually going to do these. Give me time to calm yeah. down and sober. During the game is a definite no. Uh, that would be a definite no. That would just be full of, uh, yeah, there'd be too much editing involved. So. Yeah. Maybe we could, it, when it becomes a video podcast, we can just screenshot. I can hold my phone up and, you know, just give people a real glimpse of what it looks like when we are watching a game together from 5,000 miles away. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, um, I think this is going to be a good thing. I hope, I, like I said, I just, I hope that people would uh, at least give, you know, give us a chance uh, to kind of get things moving, get things forward. If you like what you hear, you know, we've, we've got some, uh, you want to plug the Twitter now or? Oh yeah. Why not? Yeah. So it's average cheese at AVG cheese. That is our Twitter handle. 
Uh, you can also hit us up on email. That is averagecheese at gmail.com. A-V-G cheese at gmail.com. So if you have anything you'd like to add, questions you have or whatever, that's the place to get a hold of us. We are currently at zero followers. So you could be our first follower if you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the viewer feedback or viewer or listener feedback is going to be critical to you know like our success and stuff because I mean obviously you know we could we could sit here and talk about stuff and record it and and, and do all that and um, it's it's really going to be incumbent upon like hearing what people have to what people think and then like we just got to make those adjustments right I mean you know, so I think that's going to be critical I hope I, I really encourage people to get on there. And follow us and give us some some feedback on uh, what they think. So and so at some point we'll have some guests on, you know, probably be yeah, smart. Sure. Well, that's where we'll get our analysis from. We'll figure out who who really has things going on, and it should be fun. Yeah, why not? So should we move yeah, on to us. the topic? Is that enough? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's probably good. I mean, I think people can probably always like we could you know we could always refer people back to this episode if there was wanted to know more about like who we are and what we do. Um, but I think as we go along, we can kind of iron a lot of more of that out, um, you know, with, with our fan base and stuff like that. But yeah, but I think that it's time that, you know, the reason people are tuning into this and, and want to listen and they, they want to hear what we have to say and like kind of get to the, to talking about the, what, what we love to talk about most, which is the Packers. So here we go. Topic two. anthrax you know uh, funny thing about anthrax was uh you know we were huge anthrax fans in high school which was you know late 80s but i didn't actually see them in concert until uh god it was probably around like 99 or something like that okay and i gotta tell you i i, I saw it at this like small club in san diego where i was living and stuff they were awesome I mean, they, they were, I was a little biased going going there, but I thought, man, these guys are washed up, you know, because it was, yeah, it was ninety nine, like ninety nine, you know. I was like, these guys are old and washed up, dude. They killed it. They killed it. I mean, you could tell that these guys are like all pro. Nice. They they brought it, man. It was yeah. It was a small club in San Diego. Yeah, it was cool. It well, was to cool. be fair, we we picked that. Uh, that first song because that's the first concert we ever went to and that was in 1985. Yeah. So Rat and Bon Jovi yeah. at the Mecca. Rat. Yep. Rat. I think I was 14 years old. We were 14, yeah. 15 years old then. Yeah. On a Tuesday. Yeah, that was Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> going to Sears Ticketmaster and buying the tickets and stuff. My mom was like, "What is Rat?" And I was like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine." Yeah, um, it'll be good. Yeah, but I, I the the best part, uh, well, the concert was great, but like the next day at school, I remember walking around middle school, I had that rat course the rat shirt, <laughs> and uh, it said Rat Patrol on the back, man, and I was just like walking around the hallways, and you could hear people like, "Whoa, dude, you went the rat," you know, and I was just like, I thought I was a god walking around with my rat shirt. I wish I still had it, but I have no idea what ever happened to it. But that's <laughs> one of the ones I wish I would have hung on to. You try to put it on as a medium, right? It wouldn't matter right now, man. I would just love to have it, have my son run around with it on it. But absolutely, yeah, it's gone. 
Okay, so we're already off topic. So our topic is Favre the Drama Queen. You want to start or you want me to start? Um, yeah, I can go into why this kind of became a topic. Um, I, mean, I get, you know, recently in the post-draft uh, of 2020, there's a lot of people uh, in the media and everybody criticizing the Packers with their picks. I mean, that's going to be our another uh, broadcast of ours uh, separately, but which I don't don't want to get into right now. But I, you know, far of, of once again, you know, he he just can't seem to just go away and keep his mouth shut and thinks that somehow he can offer an opinion and you know consult Aaron Rodgers now when he was the biggest a-hole on, on the way out uh, in a similar situation. So I thought it was just interesting that here we go again kind of scenario and Favre is there to kind of rescue things. Well, it's kind of funny too because Favre is like revisionist history right now. Like I think he sees those events with him and Rodgers as being different than they actually were. Like he... He, yeah. he says that, well, uh, Rodgers doesn't have to groom Love to be the next great quarterback. He's only saying that to excuse himself from what he did or didn't do. Because you know that Far probably turned his back on Rodgers, and then he's and now oh, he's for sure. justifying his own actions. Well, Rodgers, that's not Rodgers' job. You know, right. that, that's how I read that completely. And I think, too, is like he's chiming in on, you know, to try to still, like – make a correction where I think he, he knows in, in his past that he handled it wrong. He, he's still like kind of can't let it go and is still just needs to somehow chime in on this and, and make the corrections of like his own shortcomings of, of the past. So I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, he is trying to make sure that he does you know, he doesn't look as bad as, I think now he's come to realize he did look at that point. I mean, it, yeah. he's trying to justify his own actions. I got Go a hard story for you first. So like in the early 90s, right, he was already with Deanna. Um, I don't yeah. know if they were married at this time. So I may or may not have been at a bar in, the, at, in Water Street. And it had like the different levels to it. So I'm walking up and I may or may not have had sodas that night. So I was, you know, I don't know, maybe not sober. So I'll go up there and there's like this group of people and this guy's like, hey, you can't come in here. Because I was young, there were all these pretty girls sitting around. I'm like, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to try to go in there, whatever. These big dudes stop me. And I'm like, what the hell? This is a bar, right? It's public. I can go wherever I want. But it turns out Barb, Chamura, and Winters were all in this like small, it wasn't a VIP area because it was a Milwaukee bar, so they don't have VIP areas, but right. they were all sitting there surrounded by women, not Deanna Favre, right? right. <laughs> so they won't let me in. They won't let me in to see, you know, see what's going on. And I finally left because, you know, I wasn't getting in there or whatever. And we're leaving the bar and it had like a side steps. I got to figure out what bar this is, but it had side steps and it was coming down and someone got tossed down the steps because <laughs> they were messing around. They were too into like, you know, Favre and Chamura and, and Winter's business. 
And I'm, all I thought, like the next day, because then it, you know, kind of dawned on me, that could have been me getting tossed down those. Steps. Oh yeah. Because you know, I, I'm sure I went too far, and I'm sure whatever dude was in there was probably giving him all kinds of crap. So the only point of that story is that Favre has forever been a drama queen. He's always been about himself. So this whole defending Aaron Rodgers thing is really about Favre. It really has very yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, look who he's hanging out with, right? It's always been a character. Like, he's he's been a master of hiding his, his true character um, for a long time. And look who he's, he's hanging out with, Shimura. Right? Not the we best character. Even... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Winners, I think, was just a blundery drunk anyway. So Right. But Shimura, I think we all, we all know the story check. there. I mean, there's only, you know, I, I guess my thing with him is, you know, nobody's trying to take away what he meant to the Packers. I, I, I can't deny that, right? He transcended and resurrected the entire organization, right, when he came in. There, he got us to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. He basically complete, he, he put the Packers on the map, right? Back to our winning ways, back to our winning tradition. No other Packer probably in its history has been more impactful than that far. I'll never take that away from him, you know, but he, you know, what he needs to do right now, what we need from him now is to wear your gold jacket around, come on up to Lambo, walk around, shake some hands. And, you know, you got the keys to Lambo, do whatever you want, you know, sign some autographs, do, do your thing. But when it comes to this stuff, just shut up and go away and stay away from this kind of thing. But he just can't allow, you know, his ego just gets in the way. Being able to throw a football 900 miles or throw it through a brick wall doesn't make you smart. It doesn't make you an expert on anything. And I totally agree with you. If Randy Wright is the quarterback of the Packers in the, in the 90s, does Reggie White come? Does Sean Jones come? Does Keith Jackson? No, of course they don't. They don't, they don't come yeah. for that. So Favre did. It, he did. I mean, along with Wolf, but – he resurrected the franchise because people then believed that they were going to win football games in Green Bay, if not, if, if for the only reason being that Brett Favre was the quarterback, that that guy could win you games all on his own when everybody else wasn't right. So, yeah, I mean, that, the, the Packers don't win that Super Bowl, and they don't win as many games with anybody else. No, his thing was, you know, I was, I, I was the biggest Brett, fan, Brett Favre fan ever, and – the exiting now you can't take away the fact that you know once again the front office completely mismanaged how what what to do with brett and and how it was going to go right they they didn't get it right and brett to his own credit uh it, it wasn't fair i mean it wasn't fair you're, you're looking at a hall of fame quarterback you're looking a, a note like a, a shoe in hall of famer right on both the packers hall of fame NFL Hall of Fame. There's got to be some type of way to manage that in a more respectful way. And the Packers always seem to F that up over and over and over. And, you know, Brett didn't take I, I get it, man. He, he didn't take it right, right? I mean, and that got him fired up. And in his own sense, he did not react in a professional way either on the way out. Um, so it was just like a, a budding of like two heads that just exploded. It, it was, and it was ugly. I mean, it was ugly. 
And I felt like Favre, as a professional, could have handled it better on the way out, even though I, I felt like he was totally mistreated on the way out. And then he went on a vindictive spree, right? He was just like angry and mad and like, and I get it, man. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't bode well for his overall character. Well, one of the things, I mean, not only is he a Hall of Famer, he is a for sure first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, how many oh, of those guys yeah. come around? I mean, they don't, they don't come around very often. Now, the Packers, you know, through their history, have had a ton of Hall of Fame players, right? But not every franchise can say, you know, we have a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. They, not a lot of those, they don't exist, right? I mean, we've been yeah. blessed with two in a row. If we live another 40 years, we may not get another one. So he deserved yeah, better than that. He deserved oh, for sure. at least the communication. Like, hey, Brett, you know, this is what we're thinking. Can you give us an indication? Because first ballot Hall of Famers should also be able to kind of, while you don't want someone running your franchise from, you know, the player standpoint, still, you can do a lot of damage yeah. to your franchise if you don't keep that guy happy. And it did, right? It yeah. did damage to the franchise. It did damage not only to the team while he was there and to his Aaron Rodgers relationship, but I'm sure it also made players look and say, hey, the Packers are doing this to Favre. What are they going to do to me, the guy oh, who, yeah. you know, who is not a Hall of Fame player? I'm just an average guy. Like The Packers treat this as a business no matter what, but if you see your Hall of Fame quarterback being treated this way, that that's just going to bode well for the average player. Yeah. So, I don't I mean, know. Brett, you know, he, you know, they, they didn't, it didn't seem like they had like the right strategy in place. Right. I mean, everyone knew that the changing of the guard had to happen at some point. Right. I mean, Barb was getting up there in years. He had uh, a potential star sitting on the bench for three years. It, and it, it, it did never like from the beginning, ever really got off to a good start. Like it didn't seem like the front office had the correct strategy in place. And as soon as it started to initiate, Favre was like, I'm not gonna give you an answer. I'm not gonna give you an answer. He started playing games back with him, right? Mm -hmm. And then it just escalated into this big drama filled um, explosion. You know, it, it, it made everybody look, I mean, it made, it made Brett actually looked worst in all of this. The, Packers front office. I mean, they're, you know, they're kind of not on the radar. It did get thrown on Favre, really, for sure. But if you look at what where he went, he went to the Jets. The Jets suck. I know. Like yeah. you look like you are just trying to stick it to the Packers, and then he goes oh, to the sure. Vikings, right? So that is an yeah. absolute middle oh, finger to the man. Packers. It's the only yeah, reason yeah. he. I feel like there's the only reason he ended up there, is he was trying to stick yeah, it to the Packers. Even when I, I still see like once in a while, if you watch like Viking games or something like that, or you see, you'll see like a Favre jersey walk, you know, somebody's got the Viking jersey with Favre on the back. That just like still gets under, like it gets my heart rate going. Like it, it pisses me off. I was at the game that he came to Lambeau as, oh, a, no. as a Viking. I was, at, it was my, it was my first pet. Consequently, my wife and I, uh, first Packer game, both her first Packer game, my first Packer game. And here comes Brett running out of the tunnel in a Vikings uniform. It was intense. My mother-in-law, when uh, 
Favre went to to the Jets, she bought my kids Favre Jets jerseys. And then when she, then when he went to the Vikings, she did it again and bought him Favre Vikings jerseys. I will tell you that the kids never wore those jerseys. Oh no, those are. I should have kept them, right? But like that, good they fire starts. Yeah, no, that's no bueno. That's not happening in this house. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a Brett Favre fan, and that, like you said before, like nothing can take away, and I don't try to take away. He is a, a great quarterback. He changed the franchise. Yeah for years to come. And still, I, I mean, there's still some influence. It has this persona of the Green Bay Packers. It's certainly different yeah. from the Green Bay Packers from the 1970s. Like that that God, yeah. look isn't here. And I think the fire has something to do with it. But at the same time, man, it's time you just, the longer you stay away and keep your mouth shut, the more people forget right. and they just remember what kind of quarterback you were and not the yeah. whiny B who decided he was going to stick it to the Packers because he didn't feel like he got treated. Well, he still wants to. Otherwise, he wouldn't be running his mouth still. It's like, just go away, Brett, and, and just do what you do what we need you to do. And that's it. I remember there was a, a friend of ours who owns a bar. Um, I remember they had a, uh, they, they took a car and they painted it purple and they put a number four on the side. It was like all like, but the car was like all bikinged out, and it was like a fundraiser where you could pay like I don't remember what it was, like ten bucks or something, and then you got like a baseball bat and you got to just like wail on the thing. Uh, but they made like all this money for the bar or something. I don't remember what they did, like a raffle or something like that. I mean, I, I had a I had a I had a far of uh, authentic um, autographed picture in my house. And yeah, man, I, I love that thing. It was like the first thing I ever bought that was like real authentic uh, uh, autograph photo of for Packers. And uh, yeah, man, when that whole drama went down and he went to the Vikings, I, I mean, I took it down. I mean, I, I was like, I got to put this thing away. So I do still have it and I've kind of gotten over it over the years. But I mean, I, I do for forgive him in, in some ways. But I mean, you know, recently, like, like, dude, just, just go away, hang it up. You be an ex-football player, but you know because he says stuff like this, that when something happens with Aaron Rodgers or when this draft pick with Jordan Love showed up, you know the first oh, thing they all wanted to do was call Brett Favre to see what he's gonna say. Like, hey, yeah. like what he, does Brett think like about this? Because yeah. we already know yeah. how it's gonna go. It's he's gonna say something that makes good headlines. That's just yeah. what he does. So and and, and he delivered. And, and Brett, yeah. By the way, Brett. Aaron doesn't care what you have to say about this. He doesn't. He doesn't give a shit what you have to say. He probably doesn't give a shit what you have to say about most things in general, but especially definitely this on this topic. Topic. Especially this topic, he really doesn't care. Yeah, he, he doesn't need, need you to, to, to hold his hand in this. He's got it. Don't worry about it. Just do what you got to do. Dust off your gold jacket. Come on up to Lambo, eat some brats, drink some beers with the fans, sign some autographs, and call it a day. And so. pay back the state of Mississippi or whatever money you own. Oh yeah, do that, that too. too while you're at it. Yeah. I would like someone to pay me one point one dollars. I'll speak for one point one dollars. Heck, we're doing it for free right now. Yeah, exactly. What does the time say? The time says that we are just about out of time. We're probably oh. at about thirty-five minutes right now. Okay. Well, thanks everyone. That's uh, that's going to conclude our very first inaugural show of 
Average Cheese. Um, again, I, I'm Todd, and with my co-host Dale, uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback. Please remember to, what is our Twitter again? AVG Cheese. Oh, I've already messed it up. No one's going to find us. It's at AVG Cheese. Our email is also Average Cheese, AVG Cheese at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah, we look forward to uh, list all of our listener feedback. Um, we're new to this, so we appreciate anyone who's out there who's listening. Um, and coming up on our next show, we're going to we're going to talk about the show is going to be the draft. We're going to dig into what happened, what our reactions are um, to the draft and what the Packers did and what they didn't do. And then probably get into some of the uh, offseason uh, personnel changes. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.